It's the Speedway Show, an idea exchange empowering us to live well, live fully, and love deeply. And now, here's our host, Speedway. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Speedway Show. The topic of our show today is Eat Thinner. We have been exploring the topic of weight loss around the holiday period. We have done a number of shows on this topic, and you can find them all in the health channel of the episode section on Speedway.com. So get to the home page. If you look across the top navigation, you're going to see a link that's called Episodes. Uh, and if you look down at that drop-down list, you will see one series of episodes that's called Health. And that is where all of our weight-related and health-related shows are past shows include losing weight the right way, how I lost the weight, how my friend Frank lost the weight, think thinner, and now we are here with our next installation, eat thinner. And um, all of those shows, related shows, by the way, are also listed on the posting for this show at speedway.com. So if you're listening to this show in iTunes, for example, when you get a chance, go over to the website and you will be able to see other resources and articles and uh, links to websites that are related and that will be helpful for you. Um, and, and So obviously now you can download all of these and other shows from iTunes. Simply go to the podcast section, run a search for Speedway, and there you have it. You can also get the link to the preview site on iTunes by clicking on the link at the top of any of the shows on www.speedway.com. So there you have it, lots of ways to interact with the show. Now, before we get started, I have to make the disclaimer, I am not a doctor and uh, never claim to be and certainly don't consider myself bright enough to be one. So before you start doing anything drastic to change your eating habits or your diet, I strongly suggest that you go and you get yourself some medical advice, if only to understand your body type and how best to adjust your eating habits and your weight. If you are in bad health, especially get medical advice. When I did the show, How I Lost the Weight, I received... Uh, a fair number of emails and, and inquiries, and uh, one of my Facebook friends said, you know, she was in actually pretty bad health, and, and she hadn't been doing well, and she'd been trying for years to um, lose weight, but the way that her medications interacted with her body, she just was having a hard time, and she wanted some tips, and the only thing I could really say to her was, you need to go talk to your doctor and have your doctor put you on a diet plan because if you are in that situation where you've got health issues uh, or if you have risk factors, then you absolutely don't want to try this at home um, by yourself. So today we're going to talk about food, what to eat more of, what to eat less of, and um, how to think and approach food, uh, particularly now over the holidays. So what to eat more of. If you must splurge, um, 
what I found to be helpful. And and before I get going, let's let me remind you that as you heard, the Speedway Show is an idea exchange. So I'm just sharing this primarily based on my own experience and what I have found to be helpful. If you go to the show How I Lost the Weight, I give you, you know, the the different times in my life when I've had to lose weight and how successful I was at it, which I was and all the things I learned. So this this one in particular just focuses more on the food aspect. If you must splurge, focus on uh, things like chicken with no skin, fish, and green vegetables. Give some thought to your body type and do some research. I ran across this book, and I posted a link for it on the, the show, but I ran across this book once upon a time called Eat Right for Your Type, and this book and 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 i'm I'm explaining it in my own words, but this book suggests that actually the human body is kind of like um a car and gas or petrol in that um, there are certain kinds of gas that you can put in certain cars, so you might have a car that takes diesel, it might take unleaded gasoline. You might have in the owner's manual, it might tell you that you shouldn't put anything other than premium um, unleaded gas in it. And your body is similar, according to this book, Eat Right for Your Type. It is that different people have different blood types, right? So there are, I think, what is it, four different blood types. And for each blood type, and based on your that and your ethnicity, it defines the kind of food that is going to work best for your body. And it sort of goes back to the way that your body was designed based on the climate that you lived in. So for me, for example, um, I am from Zimbabwe, so I am, you know, Afro, I forget how the book defines it, but, you know, I, I am Afrocentric. And for me as an Afrocentric individual, my body actually processes pretty well um, things like lean red meats and um, fruits and I don't do well with products that have high gluten content or a lot of uh, processed wheat because my body just, you know, doesn't quite know what to do with that stuff and so it tends to store it and it doesn't process it effectively. And so this is why for me, for example, wheat would be a, you know, sworn enemy for me because it would actually cause me to gain more weight. Who knew? But... Um, that is just one way of blood typing, and you know, if you do the research, um, even anecdotally, you will find that there are some people who thinks, who who would say that this is absolutely a good way to typecast your body and, and learn some things about it. And there's some people who say, well, you know, I'm not so sure that that's right. Why, you know, who could ever do well eating, you know, a lot of lean red meat? So it 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 isn't that there's one way to do it. But all I'm saying is do some research and find out what type of body you have and what would be most beneficial. Um, if you listen to the show How Frank Lost the Weight, he talks about different body types. And um, it's not associated with blood type at all. It's a whole different set of metrics. And depending on where you fall on that spectrum, then you will find that there are certain foods and there's certain things that that work better for you than others. Uh, Tip number two, if you must have sugar, eat fruit. Fruit and dairy products contain simple carbohydrates. Although they contain more vitamins and minerals uh, than processed foods, 
and therefore there are better dietary choices compared to um, packaged foods. So this gets us to point number three, which is uh, a note about carbohydrates. There have been so many um, articles and conversations about trying to reduce carbs in your diet, and uh, one would think that carbs were just you know kind of evil, really, but actually. Uh, Carbohydrates are just nutrients that your body needs to burn energy every day. You actually do need them in order to burn energy. And if you've ever been on a low-carb diet for any length of time, uh, you will find that you are lethargic and you feel anemic because your body doesn't have enough energy if you're not taking in enough carbs. When you eat carbohydrates, they are either used immediately or they're stored in the muscles and liver to be used as energy later. When you eat simple carbs, they cause a spike in blood sugar that quickly dissipates. This is why when you eat things like candy bars, you get that experience we call the sugar rush or the sugar high, and then you lose your energy pretty quickly. Other carbs to avoid, rice, pasta, bread, white or wheat bread for that matter, candy, sugar, cookies, cupcakes, all the things that I love, frankly, um, and avoid processed wheat flour, instead preferring to eat whole grain foods. Complex carbohydrates are starches. They are broken down more slowly and cause your blood sugar to rise gradually. Examples of complex carbs include seeds, bread, rice, and whole grain products. Um, typically, complex carbs are high in fiber, They promote digestive health, and they can help you feel full. Most vegetables, for example, are complex carbs that also contain a high amount of fiber. So these kinds of foods are very good for you. Um, A note about fast food restaurants. What do you eat when you go? Well, try the salad. You know, virtually every, at least in the United States, virtually every fast food restaurant has some sort of non-fat option, some sort of green option. And uh, so you can go to McDonald's and order a salad. You can go to Burger King and order a salad. So you don't have to blame the fast food restaurant for not having healthy options. You just need to go eat them. And if you don't want to waste your money on salad, what you can do is ask for a sandwich without the bun. I've done it before. Uh, Grilled chicken sandwich, fish filet, uh, hamburger, and just tell them to hold the bun, and they will. And that way you're not going to be forced or tempted to actually consume it. The other thing that you can try is superfoods. Simply put, superfoods are very nutrient-rich foods that are believed to help fight aging and illness. They are typically low in calories and boost your immune system and reduce your susceptibility to sickness and disease. Common superfoods include... Spinach, more than 100% of vitamins A and K, has more than your daily recommended dose of manganese and folate. Spinach has 13 flavonoids that are believed to slow down breast cancer and other cancers. It also improves eyesight, energy, digestion, and brain function. Ooh, ah, no wonder Popeye did so well when he ate his spinach. Are you wondering? Eggs. Eggs are nutritious and versatile. You can prepare them in all sorts of ways. Um, And they're a great source of protein. Now, studies suggest that people who eat eggs for breakfast eat fewer calories during the day 
and lose weight without significantly affecting their cholesterol levels. Eggs also contain 12 vitamins and minerals, which help things like brain development and memory. Nuts. Some criticize nuts because they have a lot of fiber. But on the other hand, they have a lot of protein, heart-healthy fats, high fiber, and antioxidants. Nuts can help lower cholesterol and promote weight loss. Who knew? Other superfoods include turkey, kiwi fruit, quinoa, beans, salmon, broccoli, sweet potatoes, and berries. Oh, my. Tired just, (laughs) getting hungry just thinking about it. Um, Fill up on simple green things. If you don't want to think hard enough to keep track of all the superfoods that you should be eating and all the other things that are good for you, default to eating green things. Spinach, kale, collard greens, celery. This is very unscientific, but um, you will get a uh, you will get it right most of the time when you're eating green vegetables. And the other thing to do is don't overcook them. In fact, if you can, eat them raw or as close to raw as you can get. So steam your spinach for a few minutes if you want to have it cooked before you eat it, but don't kill it because that takes out the nutrients that it has. Another tip, number seven, spend more time at the subway. They really, um, they already tell you how many calories are in their food, and not only that, but they recommend healthy choices, so you don't even have to think about it. And uh, a note about um, these kinds of restaurants, um, you can be creative. So, for example, if you go to Subway and you make a sandwich, make up for what you're missing in the veggies. That will help ease it because you're going to still have the same amount of, um, you're still going to have the the same uh, level of food, but you're just going to have different things, better things. So it's, it's, it's not it's as big as it always was. It's just, just got different things in it. But wherever you go, understand that it's not the availability of food that's your problem. It's what you are choosing to buy. And, you know, I have to make a plug at this point for uh, my friend President Obama because he, um, because of the Affordable Health Care Act, we uh, now get to see how many calories are in the food that we are eating because one of the things that the act did was to force people to publicize um, that kind of information. So, you know, when you walk into a restaurant and you see the calorie counter somewhere or maybe on your menu or maybe as an insert, um, it may be that they're just so interested in you knowing what you're eating, but it could also be that they just really have been trying uh, not to put this information out for as long as they can avoid it. So, for example, as I said, it's not where you go eat, it's what you're eating when you get there. So, for example, if I went to McDonald's today for hamburger, that would be 250 calories, 80 from fat. Um, a cheeseburger has 300 calories and 110 from fat. That's before the fries, onion rings, and everything else. What about that? Um, You could go to Subway and say, okay, I don't like 250 calories. Let me find something else. Well, Subway has a uh, fresh fit uh, 
part of their menu. And these are designed to be lower foods that are low in calories and fat compared to even the other sandwiches. For example, a Black Forest ham sandwich has 290 calories, only 40 from fat. That compares to, again, that McDonald's hamburger had 250 calories with 80 from fat. However, at Subway, a meatball sub has 480 calories, of which 160 are from fat. So this gets, this surpasses some of the sandwiches at um, some of the sandwiches at Subway. So there is, uh, or some of the sandwiches at McDonald's. So there is no bright line that you can say, well, this restaurant must be good, this restaurant might be bad. They all have a variety of things, so it's really up to you to make responsible choices about what you're putting in your mouth. Other tips, number 10, drink a glass of water before each meal. In fact, get into the habit of ordering your water with your meal. It's cheaper, it's healthier, you won't miss the alcohol, I promise. Um, and drink water often. It cleans out your system. You're not going to be as hungry when your system's full of water. And you can feel what I feel. You know, what or what is it like to um to to feel full um without being stuffed. And that is always a help help helpful and healthy thing. Generally food is always going to be healthiest. Um and this is just my opinion. So uh, there's no study, it's just my observation, and I truly believe this to be true, that generally food is always going to be healthiest the closer it is to the way God made it when you eat it. So, again, food will always be healthiest the closer it is to the way God made it at the time that you eat it. Raw fruits, raw vegetables are going to be better for you than processed, cooked fruits and vegetables. Okay? Um, I, I, I do make a, I do have a list of things that I sort of picked up that are good as alternatives. So, for example, um, if you want to eat an apple, it is better that you just eat the apple compared to eating, say, a caramel apple or a candy apple or drinking apple cider because now it's processed and it's got all kinds of stuff. If you want to have, um, a uh, potato, for example. A plain potato with salt, chives, and pepper is fine. Loaded potato with bacon, sour cream, cheese, and bacon, not necessary. And if you're really after, if you're really hungry and you're really just after the potato, then try the simple one. And you'll be surprised that you probably actually don't miss the all the other stuff they put on it that much. So what do you eat less of? Now that we've talked about all the stuff you're supposed to be eating, well, you eat less of your meal. If you live in the U.S. or any other country where restaurant portions are huge, this is going to make a difference to you. Um, when you go out to eat, especially if you live in a place like the U.S., where portions are really big, first thing you do is cut your portion in half. Cut your meal in half. Box one half and take it home and um, only eat the half that's left on your plate. Things to avoid, rice, fries, potatoes, bread. Don't even have the waiter bring it. If you have a hard time resisting, tell the waiter, don't bring it. You don't have to have anything on your table that you don't want to. And I suspect that the um, 
people that you're you're with when you're out and about eating, they might not even notice that you didn't order the rice, the fries, the potatoes, or the bread. The other thing that, um, you know, conventionally you are supposed to avoid, although, as I said, I, I read this book that would suggest otherwise, depending on your blood type. Um, tip number 15 would be try and avoid red meat. Pork is considered red meat, although some cuts are lean enough to be comparable to chicken. But some red meats have a lot of saturated fat. This is why red meat is a problem. Saturated fat raises your bad cholesterol, your LDL cholesterol, um, because it puts you, and it puts you at greater risk of heart disease. So, not good there. A study by the National Institute of Health found that people who ate the most red meat and processed meat over a 10-year period were likely to die sooner than those who did not. Another study examined more than 72,000 women and um, in an 8-year-old, um, let me see, I lost my train of thought here, 72,000 women over an 18-year period of time. Okay, those who ate a Western-style diet high in red meat, processed meat, dessert, refined grains, french fries, had an increased risk of heart disease, cancer, and death from other causes. So what does that tell you? So on to a different part of our eating, which is the scale. Most people hate the scale. I get on that scale and it starts cursing me out, and I don't even know the language that it speaks, but whatever it is, it is neither helpful nor happy for me to hear. I would suggest to you that you should befriend your scale. The day that you're going to love your scale the most is the day that you really commit to changing the way you eat and you start your habits because you get on that scale that day and that becomes the benchmark for the most that you ever weighed. And so anything else is downhill from there, and that's a really good feeling. So my suggestion to you then is befriend your scale. Stop writing and hiding. Stop running and hiding from it. Stop cursing it. It is not the one that is the problem. And uh, hopefully by that you infer who the problem is. So tip number 17, get the right scale. Decimal points are good. Um, accuracy is good. These are the probably the two things um, that I will advocate that you do no matter what else. So now you got the right scale. Tip number 18, use it every day, but don't be obsessive. Now you're thinking, well, um, if I'm using it every day, am I not obsessive? No, you are not obsessive. What you're trying to figure out is what happens to your weight based on what you eat each day. And you can see it go up. You can see it go down in response to what's happening um, with your child or your children. And I have always really enjoyed that. Um, look forward to getting on the scale and use that as your motivation not to eat. Uh, if you want the joy of the scale, the first thing in the morning, you can have it. Um, and that becomes your immediate gratification, right? So when I'm looking at that cookie, I'm thinking to myself, self, I'm going to get on the scale tomorrow. And I want the result on that scale to be a good result. So I'm not going to eat this cookie today because tomorrow I'm going to see it. Um, the other thing about scales, look forward to getting on it. Um, 
and use it as your motivation not to eat. When the joy of the scale um, gets you first thing in the morning and you hop on and you see that because you didn't have that cookie yesterday, your body has either stayed the same or is responding positively and the weight is going down, it will be so, so worth it, I have to say. Um, Weigh yourself in the morning after you potty and get out of the shower but before you put your clothes on or eat anything. That is the time, in my experience, when you're going to weigh the least, okay? And now, it doesn't really matter from one day to the next, you might argue, because if you weigh yourself every day at the same time, then it's going to be with whatever is in your system, which is true. But what you want is your true weight, not the weight because of your um, clothing or because of the books that you read, especially since those were free. Um, mentally set your mind to obtaining your weight objective and use that as a deterrent every time you want to eat. So we talked about this a little bit before. Um, Those are weight loss tips, uh, ways that you can eat thinner and think differently about your weight. And so as we go again away from this particular show, uh, I encourage you to visit speedway.com because you're going to find lots of weight loss uh, weight loss tips and website links that you can go to. There is Dr. Oz's Weight Loss Center, which has a ton of stuff, an article on five foods that you should never eat, which will probably surprise you, ten foods you can attend, superfoods uh, super that you can try, um, an article by WebMD, and so you will not be at a loss for ideas. So, again, I hope that you are not drowning in food and guilt over this Christmas holiday, but um, hopefully this gives you yet another set of ideas and tips that you can use in managing your weight. So this is Steve once again signing off and saying thank you for joining me. Um, Visit thestewayshow.com and uh, visit iTunes and download all the past shows and listen to them on your iPod or uh, whatever your um, portable MP3 is that you use. And uh, until next week, this is Steve saying go in peace and eat thinner. Thank you for joining us on The Speedway Show. Visit thespeedwayshow.com for content and other episodes. Join the fan page at facebook.com slash thespeedwayshow. And follow Speedway on Twitter at the handle thespeedwayshow. Until next week, live well, live fully, and love deeply.